1: 129 for the third quarter and it's Robin and me mates from Quake Proof. Grumpy dropped in again for some cover third. Then the girls got flare and tripods out wider. Turning for home and it's Robin and me mates getting away on Quake Proof. Now Grumpy three wides coming and then came the girls got flare into the straight. It's Robin and me mates. Quake Proof balances up again with Grumpy. It's Grumpy and Quake Proof. Grumpy hit the lead. Cracker Jet from the long way bat running home well but Grumpy got clear of Cracker Jet and tripod and Grumpy. Gr- Grumpy takes the first and beats Cracker Jet and tripod, Quake Proof
2: fourth uh, then in behind- Race one taken out by Grumpy driven by Chris Alford Robin and mates led easily as expected, Quake Proof having to do all the work outside the leader Grumpy was eased three wide at the 700 metre mark He whipped around very quickly, but couldn't get to the desk seat. And Chris Alford pulled out one of his specials here. He eased straight away before hit the 400-metre mark, dropped straight back into the 1-1, nursed him around the corner and then peeled just before the top of the straight and sprinted past them. It was a terrific drive. It was a terrific win. He had no luck at his previous start when he was just held up all the way to the line in the Gunbauer Trotters Cup. But uh, he had clear air this time and there was no beating him. Cracker Jet got home absolutely super. Just his second run since 2020. And on that run, he goes straight into our little black book. He was a long way off and going down the back straight and flashed home up the straight. Terrific. Tripod third, Quake proof forward on game leader, hold down fourth. And uh, what was a good way to start off the night, the times, they went 157.4, lead time in 7.5, first quarter 29.9, then 30.1, 29 dead and 29 dead. Grumpy taking it out by 2.5 metres, 2.7 metres back to third. Bronte, how did you see it?
0: Yeah, I saw this as an interesting race because uh, it ended up being a bit of a swoopers race with the three uh, horses that finished in the top three came coming from the the back of the field, apart from Quake Proof, who came fourth and raced in the chair. The sectional times with the Grumpy and Cracker Jet were sensational Crackerjet had to cover an extra 21 metres. So his own mile rate, if you were to convert that to a peg line equivalent, he would have run 156 and 2. So his Sulky app, uh, National Sulky Rating, was on par with the winner... Um, their, their pegline equivalent mile rates were the same, 156 and two. They both went huge coming from behind. And I think there was a big jump from the first four to the rest of the field in terms of sectional performances. And um, I personally love the horse tripod. uh He's a horse that I watch all of his starts, and it's because he's from the same family as Needle and Penny, which is our little one that was race that race later on in the night. So I love seeing Tripod up in the finish. He's a beautiful looking animal as well. So fantastic effort, Grumpy just charged to the line, and like you said, that was a fantastic drive from Chris Alfred to give him a little bit of a breather at around the 200-300 mark. So yeah, it was a really interesting race and a great way to start the card.
2: It certainly was. And uh, Grumpy went out a little bit of value. Not quite favourite, $3.80, whereas the favourite Robin Me Mates was $3.70. I suppose punters just expected Robin Mates to be able to lead as it did and uh, have every possible chance. But it tired to run back in seventh position, uh, beaten 12 metres. So it was it was well held, that was for sure. But grumpy, he just showed his turn of speed. But to also do it twice. Like Chris had a real dip down the back to try to get around to the desk seat before the corner, um, which took a bit of... I suppose breath out of the horse, he dropped into the 1-1, just picked that bit up in his mouth, got him feeling good again and then when he peeled, he just exploded again and any junior drivers out there Chris is a brilliant person to watch, not just because he's driven 8,000 winners and he's one of our greatest drivers, but his tactics, if he stays three wide on that horse it gets off the bit it gets chasing uh it, it probably doesn't win but being able to drop in for that little bit of a breather get your horse back up on the bit it's uh it's a great way to sort of drive your horses to get them to find the line and uh i don't know if anyone can get a horse to find the line quite as well as chris alford
0: yeah definitely and it'll be extra special for him because the horse is owned and trained by his wife allison so I feel like even though he trains, uh, sorry, drives so many winners, it's uh, probably extra special when he gets to drive a winner that they have at home.
2: Absolutely. We'll move on to race number two, which was the Alamance Motors Trot. It was taken out by Hasfitus Phoenix. I, gee, I struggle with this name sometimes. <laughs> but um, we'll play the replay and then we'll come back for a run through
1: off the back straight, uh, 29-6 third quarter. And it's Hephaestus Phoenix getting further in front now. Leanne Leanne's out wide trying to battle on El Rosamo under pressure. The inside, I'm Bobby, and then Elfie always. But Hephaestus Phoenix has raced clear into the straight, has got a big lead on I'm Bobby. Then came Leanne Leanne balancing up again, but Hephaestus Phoenix is well clear. Hephaestus Phoenix is going to win in a breeze, hard held, and wins by about 15. Second, I'm Bobby, third, Leanne Leanne, fourth, Macho Man.
2: As Fetus Phoenix led very easy off the gate as expected on Bobby, uh, ran the mobile, found the pegs and then was leaders back, which was how we speed mapped it on Friday's form panel if anyone was listening in. Uh, I think I had a great start to the night. I got the first six races tipped on top, um, but didn't find the last four, unfortunately. I thought I might have been on, on a chance to tip the card, Bronte, but that's uh, pretty hard to do. So I had to settle for six winners, but um, this one was probably one of the easiest ones of the night because he just looked to have a lot on these. Uh, on Bobby, had the perfect sit on his back. El Resimo got caught in the breeze. Alderbaran... Boyd made an early move, three wide, wanted to get to the death, but El Resimo was not handing up, so they had to go all the way back to last. But with a very comfortable run in front, his feet is Phoenix. He kicked clear at the 400-metre mark, as you heard by Dan's call. He was well in front around that corner, and he cruised home to a very comfortable win. I mean, he won by 15 metres. He could have won by a lot further if Chris wanted to drop him, or uh, really push him out. But uh, I'm Bobby, stuck on well. He had the perfect trip, leaders back, and and held on for second. And Leanne, Leanne got home up the straight quite well uh, for third placing. And Macho Man also boxed on all right into fourth. The times they went 159.8. Lead time was fairly cruisy, 45.8, as the favourite had found the front before the finish and post the first time, so there was no need to get out and get running. The first quarter was 31.5, then 30.7, 29.7 and 29.1, so... Chris Finozio, he could not have asked for an easy time out in front with his fetus phoenix. This horse has got plenty of ability. I think it's going to go right through its grades now, and it was just far too good for him there Saturday night.
0: Yeah, it's a, a magnificent-looking animal too. It looks nice and strong. And uh, I'm Bobby. Did it definitely had the run of the race to get into second. And the horse that had the best sectional's in this run was Leanne. Leanne. It uh, had to cover an extra twenty-eight meters. Had it been racing on the fence, it would have gone one fifty-nine and five as a mile rate. It had the best national sulky rating in the race. Uh, only 0.4 seconds faster than her. her Beastus Phoenix, there you go, I'm struggling with the name too. (laughs) (laughs) The other horse that sectionally performed very well in this race was the horse that finished last, Aldebaran Boyd. Um, It did have to cover an extra 32 metres trying to make that move uh, unsuccessfully during the run, and its time, if it had raced on the fence, would have been a flat two minutes, its mile rate, and um, I think even though on paper it finished 10th, forgive that run on paper because sectionally it did perform huge, I feel like the winner could have gone faster. Uh, so in saying that Leanne, Leanne did have the best sectionals in this race. That's not to say it would have beat the leader if the uh, positions were different, because I feel like Hephaestus Phoenix had so much left at the end of the race.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, He's done very well with his trotters, Chris Venozio, and uh, as we'll talk about later on with one of his, that uh, put in a monster run in the main race of the night. I think this is another one that he's gonna have uh, big hopes on because it looks to have, have a heap of ability. Um, he's, he's a five-year-old now. He's now had, and my computer wants to freeze, I'd always does that, and he's now had just 14 starts. He's won three of them, ran five seconds and one third. But I think you'll find, as going forward, those, uh, I suppose, that summer he will just keep improving because I think he'll start winning right through his grades on that, that run there. He raced right through the Breeders' Crowns and Vic Breed Trotter's Derbies and all that through as a three-year-old, and, and now he's got a little bit of maturity Um Under his belt, being a five-year-old, I I think you'll find that he's just going to turn into a really nice horse going forward.
0: Yeah, Chris Spinosio had a huge effort that um, Saturday night on Saturday night. His horses went sensational and he has a tendency to really look after his younger horses. He's incredibly patient with them and I feel like this horse is an example of one of those where you're going to see the best of it like you have just mentioned Because he's allowed it to grow and allowed it to, you know, find its trot, you could say. And it's going to continue to get better. I I agree. And it's by Love You. So, it's well-bred out of an Angus Hall mare. So, I'm looking forward to seeing the future of this uh, horse.
2: Yeah, and it's only rated a 65 at the moment.